Welcome to 40 Below Zero, an international podcast about life with invisible illnesses, hosted by two guys living with multiple sclerosis. Coming to you from the Keystone State of Pennsylvania, I'm your co-host, Nix, and with me on this ride is Terry, a Londoner who calls Ontario home. We're so happy you're here with us as we continue to try and normalize a life that is anything but. So let's get into it. Welcome back to the show, Warriors. We're glad you're all here. Terry, what are we talking about this week? Man, what's going on? I think we should, uh, I asked Chatbox or Chats, what is it? ChatGP AI, Ch- that crap. Oh, ChatGPT. Yeah, I asked it a few questions. One of the questions I asked him is, <laughs> come up with 10 very odd, unconventional debate topics related to multiple sclerosis in USA versus Canada. Wow. That's pretty specific. That's pretty awesome, but pretty specific. Dude, it came up with uh, 10 different topics, but it's really weird topics. They're unconventional. That's what you asked. Chat right. GPT, why be creative when you can plagiarize a robot? <laughs> My volume is down. Thanks for letting me know. Here we no go. Problem. I'm back. Whoa, now you're yelling at me. Awesome. All right. So the, the topic number one, we probably won't go through it, okay? Well, I'm just going to tell you what topic number one is. And if you decide we should go and elaborate on it, let's do it. Number one, the impact of maple syrup consumption on MS progression. Is there a correlation between the high consumption of maple syrup in Canada and potentially slower disease progression or improved outcomes for individuals with MS? Dude, chat GPT, chat. This is what they taught. They asked. I've, I'm pretty sure you have a racist chat GPT, sir. <laughs> number two, let's go on. Let's go on. We don't have to answer these questions. But number two, the influence of hockey on MS prevalence. Is that the right word, bro? I hate when I can't pronounce the word. Uh, anyway, the influence of hockey on MS. Does the popularity of ice hockey in Canada contribute to a higher incidence of MS compared to the USA where the sport is less prevalent? Huh. Thank you. That's very interesting topics it comes up with there. Awesome. All right. Okay, number three. <laughs> well, wait, let's not let's not gloss over all these things, Terry. Let's <laughs> are we really let's... gonna talk about Why these not? are ridiculous questions. Unconventional indeed. I'll so let me let me get your opinion on the, the first one, the maple, the maple syrup. What do you think? Okay. Do you think it means a difference at all? I'm going to tell you one thing I did as a kid. I grew up in the Middle East and we didn't Uh have Canadian maple syrup. The maple syrup we had in the Middle East was Aunt Jemima. Oh, okay. Bro, I used to take this. You know what I'm talking about? That bottle? I I do. It used to be soft. I don't know if it's still soft. It used to be squeezable. I used to take that, put it in my mouth and squeeze the shit out of it. And little did you know you were giving yourself MS the whole time. (laughs) I'm just (laughs) I'm just saying, man, or diabetes, but I don't have diabetes, so we're good. Yeah, well, I would, there's probably, I kind of feel like there's probably some medical advice to overconsuming maple syrup just okay. because of the sugar aspect of it. Um, they do, it is suggested that people with MS reduce or eliminate to the best possible, out, the, the best they can, uh, their sugar consumption. Man, that's right? for everybody. Right. So maybe, you know, I think maple syrup would fall into that. 
why why i just another silly question from terry why is uh, this is not even ms related why is maple syrup my coach he's like make sure you put maple syrup instead of sugar because maple but the natural maple maple syrup dude and jemima maple syrup and my natural one tastes the same well it's it not it has more to do with the actual sugar in the product uh mass produced maple syrup is mostly sugar or high fructose corn syrup almost the same taste but okay well, taste is one thing but you're talking about a natural product out of a tree that's boiled and then you know has a process versus here's all these chemicals that makes it taste like the maple syrup you wish it was it's still not healthy. There's still sugar in it, but hey, it's better than the antimicrobial. The right, like, and that's kind of that's kind of all we hope for in society now. It's like, yeah, it's not great, but that's all we got. It's terrible. It is terrible. All right, so, what was the second one? Hockey. <laughs> We're hitting all the stereotypes now. I don't want to talk about the hockey. That's so silly. I don't think the influence that... of hockey on MS, no. like because it's more popular here. They're saying, uh, but it doesn't make sense. No, I'm pretty sure that has nothing to do It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number three. But this, this is chat GP. This is, this is God right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. People number are basing th their lives three? on this. Oh boy. You ready for number three? How's my volume? My volume good? You're good. You're good. Awesome. Okay. Here we go. Number three, the role of poutine in MS symptom management. Can the consumption of poutine, a Canadian dish consisting of fries, cheese curds, and gravy, have any positive effect on MS symptoms or overall well-being? <laughs> well, I think if you're Canadian who enjoys it, it probably has it probably oh. elevates your ment your mental state. It probably makes you happy. <laughs> Dude, this is nuts. I can't believe nuts. it actually came up with that, but it's unconventional. Amazing. I love uh, ChatGP. Maybe that's this uh, will run our podcast. Yeah, well, let's do a couple of these. Um wow. I I don't know if I can I well as a as a as a non-poutine consumer I think I've only had it once in my life uh, I don't know I don't think I'm equipped to answer Bro, that Terry what do you think that's what gave you MS the one time the one time then you had the optic neuritis I'm just yeah kidding, that's not a joke okay so uh, no you tell I me. barely I barely had poutine in my life I've had yeah, it right. I've, you don't have the restaurant Harvey's right mm -hmm. no. You no. have Hardee's, you have Hardee's, yeah. Hardee's, but not Harvey's. It's 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 like a burger place where they charbroil all the burgers so they're supposed to be better, whatever. But they have poutine there. Yeah, I've had my share of poutine from there, but it didn't give me MS and it didn't help me. <laughs> what else is that? I have, uh, I have many more, man. Yeah, oh yeah, what, I have many yeah, more. Yeah. What else does the uh, computer stop. the computer but god got for don't, us? Don't don't judge me. Don't, whatever no, no, I no, say, no. okay. No, Number four. Go ahead. The connection between moose, sorry. The connection between MS and moose sightings. Are there more reported sightings of moose in areas with higher MS? Man, this word again. I hate it. Pre prevalence. That's how you say it, right? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Okay. I'm this is, I'm, okay. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish this. No. Are there more reported sightings of moose in areas with higher MS prevalence? And if so, could there be any underlining factors contributing to this correlation? Wow. So wow. I've never seen a moose except for once when I was in Newfoundland. Never once ever did I see a moose again. Wait, they don't roam freely everywhere up there? No. 
Oh. Okay. Okay. You're joking. No, they don't. No, not wow. not in Ontario. That's for sure. I think. Oh man, it would be a stretch, but I think maybe because there is a prevalence of colder climate people who report, you know, and who get diagnosed with MS, that maybe ridiculous. Now, if you look all over the world, you know, like we talk, we've talked to people from pretty far away from Canada and they don't have moose sightings and there's a lot of people with MS over there. So I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no on that one. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm pretty sure Germany doesn't have any moose, do they? I don't know. Never been. Okay. The next one is uh, based on your neck of the woods. Okay. You ready for this one? This one is ridiculous. The impact of Mount Rushmore on MS awareness. Does the presence of Mount Rushmore in the USA contribute to a greater awareness of MS compared to Canada? Potentially, <laughs> potentially leading to better support and resources for individuals with a condition? Wow. Wow. I don't know what to say. That's your topic. Go shoot. That's not even close to where I live. Okay. Not even close. And if you look at, if you look back on the history of Mount Rushmore, it was a tourist trap to get people to go out to there. So, wow. No comments. No, no. Yeah. No, it, it has nothing to do with it. I, I'm All say right. No. You want, you want me to continue? Yo, this is, Terry, I think our listeners are having a blast now. We I'm got having fun. till 10 and we're on number six. You ready? Yeah. All right. <laughs> the influence of curling on MS symptom management. Can <laughs> participating in the sport of curling, which is popular in Canada, have any therapeutic benefits and positive impact on MS symptoms? Never curled in my life, nor will I ever. I'm going to say, I'm going to say it might. I'm going to say maybe yes. Because you're active, you're up, you're moving. It's a physical activity. Okay. All right. All and right. I'm so sure, that... and I'm sure, although I have not seen it, I'm sure yeah. there is a Paralympic version of curling. I'm sure there is. Oh, for sure. If there's uh, there has sledge to be. hockey, sledge hockey, have you heard of yeah. sledge hockey and stuff? No. Oh, it's, that? it's when you're on a little thing, you're obviously your legs don't work, but you still need core balance. But you're, you know, your oh, legs don't work. So okay. you're actual, you know, you're on a, a sledge. I guess. What the heck is a sledge, Dad? bro? I don't know. I don't even know if that's a word. I just it's you're sledge just making, hockey. Now you're just making stuff up. It's, no, but there's an actual thing called sledge hockey. People have heard of it. And okay. actually, we will grab this friend of mine on Instagram who does it. Okay. She's uh. Let's have her on. And oh, I need to know now. He that does sledge hockey, which is really cool. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, number seven. Unless you're not done talking about curling. No, I, I, I think it has, I think it does, ha it gives people who are into that sport, whether you're diagnosed with anything or not, I say, yes, I'm going to say yes. You'll find number seven interesting because these are mind blowing, Terry. The correlation between MS prevalence and UFO sightings. Oh yeah. Well, that's where it came from. That's how we got it. So is there any connection between the areas with higher rates of MS and increased number of reported UFO sightings suggesting a potential extraterrestrial influence? Dude, I'm on board. I am. On I'm going to say, yeah, it's alien DNA. That's the problem. Bro, it's I'm not hundred percent. Yes. Now, wait, was that a question for me? There's no question. Ew, this no, is I meant like, us. is that a U.S. question or is that a Canadian question? 
Uh, it didn't even state U.S. No. or Canada. Well, yeah. because we have Roswell, so. Uh, but we have more MS than you, so. Yeah, maybe you are all aliens. <laughs> Sorry, bro. We uh, we have the power. Okay, so number eight. Are we done with this one? Good. Number eight, the role of beaver habitats and MS research. Huh. Can studying the behavior and habitats of beavers in Canada provide valuable insights into MS research and potential treatment options? Yo, man. I will say this. Possibly. <laughs> possibly yes is my answer. Because I just got offered to apply for a research study involving ketamine okay. to help with MS symptoms. And this is through the MS Society uh, and Johns Hopkins University, I think, down in Baltimore. So if they're studying the effects of horse tranquilizer on MS patients, then if I'll, I'll say this. If someone can study beaver dams and can get something out of it, then yeah, if it can help, sure, let's go study. Do you think scientists go into chat GP and ask these questions and then this comes up and they're like, all right, guys, we need to uh, do some research on beavers. It They might have a point here. They might. Okay. All they right. might. That's the way the world now, right? I think we are losing listeners. Okay. Number nine <laughs> is ridiculous. Number 10 is even more ridiculous. I'm Perfect. really worried. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Let's go. Number nine, the impact of Mounties on MS support services do the presence of Royal Canadian Mounted Police Mounties in Canada contribute to better access to support services and resources for individuals with MS compared to the USA? Well, we have zero of them down here, so they don't help us. Terry, do you ever call, uh, wait, uh, what is it? It's 911 here. What is it? 999 up there? No, bro. What is it? 911? I'm just going to let a few people laugh right now. Okay, we're done. It's also 911. Okay. Well, I don't know. 999, I think, is the UK. It's the Europe. Yeah, it's Europe. I didn't know. You know we're in the same um, continent as you, man. Well, accord according to our earlier question, you're not even from the same planet. You got that <laughs> alien MS DNA. No, we're all from Earth, but the aliens created our side of the planet. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so, Miss, uh, no is my answer. The Mounties don't help me down here. How about you? It's do you ever call 911 and said, I need help with my MS? <laughs> That's not what it's saying. It's Send saying me the, the RCMP. It's saying the presence. Just knowing right. that they're there supports us. Did I? So I'll ask you this question, Terry. Yeah. Sure. Uh, were you ever having a bad day symptomatically where you were like, you know what? I need a Mountie to fix this. No, but I'm sure I've had a bad day and I'm watching YouTube and I've seen a video of a Mountie falling and it made me laugh. And I'm like, that's what I needed. You know, nothing against bounties. I love police. I'm not sure. Okay. Oh, this is a good one, Terry. We're coming back strong. <laughs> we have uh, one more. Of course, it had to, uh... by the way, chat ended it with, remember, these topics are meant to be lighthearted and whimsical, encouraging imaginative discussions. While they may not be grounded in scientific evidence, they can provide a fun and unconventional approach to comparing MS in the USA and Canada. Well done, chat. Yeah. Good effort, sir. 
Well done. <laughs> Number 10, 10. Number 10. Go ahead. What do we got? The connection between MS and maple leaf symbolism. Is there any significance to the presence of the maple leaf symbol in Canada? And could it have any tangible effects on MS outcomes or awareness? Ridiculous. That's such Ridiculous. a stretch. To me, Chat GPT gives answers like a like a third grader trying to do a book report who didn't read the book. That's what it sounds like. It's unconventional. They're doing a good job with the it's question like, I asked. It's like if the the kid goes up and it's like, give your book report. And he's like, oh, uh, I read The Giving Tree. It's about a tree that gives. <laughs> it's like, thanks. Yeah, precisely, actually. Um, I, I mean, I'm not going to – I had another question for it, and it came up with different topics as well, but that will be for another day. No, but no, no. We got to keep going. I'm in oh it to win God. it now, Terry. This is uh, fantastic. So I asked it, but without the USA Canada, I said, come up with 10 very odd topics regarding MS. Well, wait, you so, didn't answer the maple leaf thing. What do you think? Oh, are we actually going to do that? Yeah. I, all these, all of them. No, I think you said <laughs> yes to the beaver. Yeah, it could be possible. You don't know. <laughs> no, to the curling. You said yes to the no, curling. No, yes to the curling. Yes. It's an exercise. Uh, I think these are funny topics and it just, you know, again, like it says, lighthearted, un, you know, unconventional, yeah. no scientific, you know, correlation. There's no, no, all these are garbage, garbage or garbage, if you want to say it more classy. Except for the, maybe the reducing of the sugar thing. Oh man, that's for everybody. Yeah. The, it, it did. First of all, it didn't say reducing of the sugar thing. Right. It was talking about maple syrup. That's number one. Right. Is there a correlation between the higher consumption? Oh, well, yeah, the higher consumption. The higher consumption. Syrup. I'm going to say that one was that one was a yes. The one out of 10. That's pretty good. So you, you've never had maple syrup? Uh, I love maple syrup, sir. Do you think it's it's more induced in Canada? Did uh, I, is that even the right word? <laughs> Jesus, my MS is so gone. I think oh. that, um, well, it's... As a lot of it comes from up there, it's like, you know, do you drink more of it because more of it's around? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. So, but People I think say, if you, I think if you drink a lot of it, and you have MS, then it probably won't help. Have you had Canadian maple, Canadian maple syrup? Probably, in my lifetime, sure. I mean, imported, of course, but you know. I don't know what to say. I've never, I've never until now recently, like I have Canadian maple syrup, but huh. once again, Aunt Jemima, same shit to me. Yeah. I, I, I get that. They do, a, yeah. they do a really good job with baking it. Baking it or baking yeah. it? Baking. Making fake, you know, Canadian yeah. maple syrup. Yeah. All right. So we finished those 10. Yes, we did. We have thoroughly lost 50% of the people listening <laughs> because of chat GPT's racism towards Canada. What do you mean? There's some USA racism too. Uh, the, Mount Rushmore. Was, yeah, but it was harder on it was harder on Canada. Yes, it was. What's up with you, chat? Because it's based in California. That's why. Maybe because I said in Canada versus yeah. USA. Gotcha. I don't know. 
whatever. Well, like it is a it is a U.S. based company, so that's true. No. What else you got for me? What's the next Man, thing you asked? we're not going to go through all of these, but I uh, let's just see what it comes up with. How about that? I asked, come up with 10 different debate topics regarding, oh, no, no, this is another one that's not that funny. Here we go. Let's have a debate, Terry. All right, let's, let's, okay, number one. It's just, you know, generic stuff. The role of diet and nutrition in managing MS symptoms. Should specific dietary interventions be recommended as part... I'm not even finishing that. Like, it's, yeah, that's kind of an obvious. It should be, you know, okay, you have MS. The doctor you tells you you're diagnosed with MS. Should be like, all right, what meds are you going to go on? Or if you decide to go on meds, right. and what are we going to do about your nutrition? Why yeah. is nutrition like up to you? Good luck. No, it should be a a prescription of being... Do you get I don't, what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. And I don't I don't know if it counts as diet, but when I when I uh, after I got out of the hospital after receiving my diagnosis, the first time I had uh visited with my neurologist, one of the very first thing he said to me was uh you have to quit smoking right now. Like stop. So I don't know if that counts as nutrition, but I'm going to say in on health-wise um that was really what the the thing that I, that I think that I got, I didn't get, you know, stop your sugars. I didn't get stop any of that stuff. It was like, you have to quit smoking now. And whatever he thought in his mind, that priority was right. He thought right. the priority is quit smoking, but I'm a believer that people can smoke for 50 years. I don't smoke, but people right. can smoke for 50 years and their lungs are probably cleaner than my lungs. It's Everyone's just the way our different. body and everyone, everyone believes in different things. Mm hmm so the doctor yeah. said, quit smoking instead of now you got to get your nutrition. Right. That was pretty the much the only, you know, yeah, non-medicine advice I got right away. Yeah. So, so did you quit smoking? Uh, Four years later. I think it was four or five years later. I do know that. You did tell me that in another yeah. episode. I just wanted to remind everyone. Cool, man. Good for you. Thank you. Okay. Um, do you want to do another one just for fun? Of course. Let's go. These these are now serious. These are good questions All right. that they're asking. Let me get my uh let me get my serious voice. Okay, go ahead, Terry. Awesome. Good. Okay. The use of disease modifying therapies in early stage MS. Should DMTs be prescribed immediately after an MS diagnosis, or should treatment be delayed until symptoms worsen? You go first, Terry. Wow. Again, that's, it depends on the doctor what he thinks. That's a very, that's um, a very personal answer. So, but you can ask you can ask a hundred people and get a hundred different answers on that. Um, so, did you? I'll ask you directly, Terry. Did you start a DMT after receiving your diagnosis? Whatever the doctor told me to do, I did. Gotcha. So yes, yes, I did. Now thinking about it. I probably still will would mm -hmm. right uh, I don't know man that's uh that's a load of question because now I know a lot of people and I know a lot of information, but at the beginning, I knew nothing right, so the doctor was like, You need to go on this or you're gonna be in a wheelchair or whatnot, you know, so I'm like, okay, he really said that to you, yeah, he did, wow, but it he did, 
it's a long story, man. He actually told me you need to go on Avenex. I did. Then I went on Rebif. And then after that, I'm like, I don't want anything. It's not working. He's like, you need to go on something or you're going to be in a wheelchair. So I ended up doing that whole uh, chemo. And then oh, I, yeah, still right. ended, I still right. ended up in a wheelchair. So, and that's, that's what I'm going to tell you is if you went on a DMT, as soon as you got diagnosed and you went on a DMT, mm-hmm. what if five, cause you know, it's not a hundred percent, right? You right. can still get attacks because right. there's that chance. What if you're on a DMT and then you get hit with another attack and you symptom, whatever. That was me. Months. That was me. Dude, I was while on, you're on a DMT. Yeah. I was on Copaxone and uh, I was on Copaxone and about six months later, I had another, not even six months later, I had a, a flare up that was so bad that it went back into the hospital for my uh, eyesight to get corrected or to get, you know, the flare up tree to get my steroids, whatever. Um, so I, I've been on a version. I've been on a DMT since I got diagnosed and all of my flare-ups have occurred while I was on a DMT. What's your thoughts on that? My are thoughts you like, are it could have been worse. Yes, my thoughts are exactly if I wasn't on a DMT, I would not be having only one or two flare-ups a year. I'd be having more. That's my thought. Um I'm happy that it, it got prescribed right away. I'm happy I had the option to say no and decided to go on it. Um, but knowing what I know now, I would suggest to the doctors, if, if I, if I went back there, I was, I was 33, which our, our listeners know, but, um, if I was 33 again, I would tell the 33 year old me take the heaviest drug that's available right now. Don't start it. Copaxone, just go as, as hard as you can with it. Um, and I'm glad they're doing that now. I really am or suggesting it for people. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's a choice. Every, you know, everyone, this is where we say the disclaimer that everyone needs to talk to their doctor and make their decision. But this is just what we went through. And the doctor will give his opinion. Yep. And just, it's tough. It's a roll of the dice. By the way, I didn't tell you that I just saw my neurologist. I didn't oh, see yeah. him. Sorry. Sorry. They called. I had a phone appointment and I talked to, I don't know what to call her. I don't want to say assistant. Okay. But you know how they help the neurologist. They do mm-hmm. the introduction. And uh, so I, they saw the MRI and I do have a medium to large lesion that's new in my brain. Okay. And uh, which is, I'm not surprised about. I mean, I wasn't, I haven't had an MRI in 10 years and I wasn't, I was thinking that I had a lot more activity happening. Right. So they said, uh, it is active, the medium to large lesion in my brain. And, uh, I'm like, okay. And so that's why they want to put me on a DMT and they decided which DMT to put me on. And Akravis. Hey, I guess, welcome, uh, welcome to the club. It was either Akravis or Casenta. Yep. I was pushing for Casenta, but he let me know that Akravis narrows down to a specific white blood cell. Yep. You know how it's the whole white blood cells, but because yep. goes another direction with the white blood cells and Acrobus goes, and because I'm still progressing, they think, because mm-hmm. I'm in a chair and because there's the active lesion, he suggested Acrobus will be better for you. Perfect, man. That's great. That's great to hear, dude. I'm happy Thanks, for bro. you. 
I already got my blood work. I can't and, wait uh, to see yeah. uh, photos and whatever else you want to share on the 40 below Instagram or your Instagram or whatever. I'm excited. Oh, sure. I, we'll have For to sure. line up. We'll have to line up our infusion days so we can take this show on the road, bro. I was going to say that when he's like, when do you want to start? I'm going to be like, yo, when's the next one? July. Oh, I, yeah, it probably, it'll probably take that long, bro. I have to get so many injections. Yes. I have to get like, uh, the shingles shots. I got to update my mumps, my lumps, my humps. I don't know what the <laughs> hell. And I'm like, I'm not looking yeah. for this looking forward to this, but okay, let's do it. Oh, maybe we could do it. Maybe we'll just go live. Yeah, that'd be or, really or, cool. My my infusion center wouldn't care. I've been going there for my almost my whole time. So I know, Grace, I've been there longer some than some of the nurses. What did you start, uh, Archivus? Uh, four years ago. But oh, before, okay. but before that, I had uh, Ty Sabri for five years. Same spot. Yes. Same infusion oh, no way. Cool. Yep. Cool. Yep. Cool. Yep. Well, it's Hi. You, you get you get comfortable with the you know the nurse and the and the docs and that. you get used to the people so and they become your family. I know it sounds yeah. weird, but and it's they, and it's a little bit of superstition too cuz you're like, "Hey, if I did all these things and I had a good outcome, I'm going to do them again." And that's kind of how I've been going. There was only one yeah. time there was only one infusion that did not go well. Um it was the so Ocrevus, you know, they told you they break it up. The first dose is broken into two doses. Um, it was during the second, the second dose of my first dose, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. They, uh, the amount of Benadryl they gave me, that was prescribed and ordered correctly. Everything was right, but it was too much. So okay. I had a I had too high a dose of Benadryl in my system. So I got really my sleep I got really sloppy high. And I don't know how else to describe it. I got like I was slurring my words. I couldn't keep my eyes open. I was leaning over and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm ready for the I'm gonna give so, my drugs uh, now. Let me just write this down. How many how much dosage did you take uh, for that to happen? I, I think it was I'm ten, just kidding, Matt. I'm gonna say ten. I don't know. It was too, it was like almost double the amount that I should have. So that's how I can legally get high, eh? Yeah, it's that hospital Benadryl. It'll get you every time. <laughs> oh, it's the hospital Benadryl. I don't even know what that yeah. is. I don't know. It's I don't know what it is either, but it's not the over the counter stuff, man. <laughs> but yeah, I had that and they had yeah. to hit me they had to hit me with uh one like one one I don't even know. I don't want to say it wrong cuz then the the nurses will light us up in the chat that I said it wrong, but it was like one cc of adrenaline they hit me with like straight adrenaline to wake me up from the benadryl how how did they give it to you they injected like in it the, in the, oh okay okay into that's, the iv not into the arm they, they that's they, some real deal benadryl yeah yeah and then they hit me with that adrenaline and it woke me up like oh my god i was like i'm awake you want to start a band you want to go for a run i could go for a hike could you go for a hike i'm walking let's go like, <laughs> <laughs> but they also give you prednisone right yes like, yeah. Okay. Yep. So, but that was the only experience, and that was fine. He told me that it's only during the infusion that these symptoms uh, might happen. Right. Yeah. It's not because I'm like, what could happen in Aquavis? He's like, it's only during their infusions that these yeah. usually happen, like the whole bumps or yeah, 
yep. the red bumps, whatever you yep. call them. The rash, Hives, the, the rash and the, the uh, injection site reaction. Yeah. Um, and it really happens right away. So it's not like, oh, this is my fifth version. You know, I'm four years in and it has never happened. So it's either going to happen or it's not going to happen as far as I know. So I wouldn't worry too much. It's pretty proven cool. drug at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, dude. That's good to hear. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah. It's been long overdue, man. Long mm. overdue. You get to Years. it when you get to it. Yeah. Yeah. What's the next debate topic? The next debate topic. Okay. Um, oh, my God. This is very uh, textbook stuff. Hmm. I'm just reading through them, see which one I can get to. That's interesting. The role of technology in managing MS. How can technologies such as mobile apps, wearable devices, or telemedicine improve the management and monitoring of MS symptoms? Okay. That's an easy one, I think. I feel it's always important to have a journal. Mm -hmm. Because I know it's silly, but... Like it, it comes to the technology aspect because a lot of these are apps you use to jot down what's happening and yep. just like the wearable devices to see how many steps you did. Um, but you need to have a journal because, you know, it happens to me all the time where I'm getting this weird symptom and I'm like, why am I getting this? I'm on routine with everything I do. Why is my bowels? Why right. is it? not regular, whatever. And then, you know, if I look through the journal, oh, yesterday I had a whole pizza. I'm just giving you examples, you know? Like, I don't know. I get it. I know. And there's so many times when I'm like, what did I do? What did I do? If only I wrote down what I had, what it would help. But at the same time, it's just so inconvenient, man, to go to a journal, to sit down and write it down, especially when your hands are nummy. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, that's where the technology could come in because everybody's Everybody's smartphone has text to speech or speech to text. So you could, I do it all the time. I go into my notes and I just hit the microphone button and I just start talking. And like you, I have to track lots of things because I want to tell myself that I'm going to remember it. I, I know that I like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll remember all that stuff. And then I go to my doctor's appointment, you know, my twice a year, I go six to my six month appointment and I'm like, he's like, oh, so how's the last six months been? And everything goes from my memory. I don't remember anything. I'm like, shit. You don't go, you go alone to the doctor? Uh, no, not always. But so, sometimes, yeah. When I when I was on the phone talking to them, right? The lady asked me, um, it's same thing as you. And sometimes I'm like, oh, great, nothing, everything is fine. And then right. Katrina would be like, what are you talking about? You, you just, you know, I'm like, oh, oh, my bad, my bad. Yes, yes, you're right. But yeah. the nurse, I'm going to call her nurse. I don't know what her title is. It's rude of me, but she said to me, so have you had any falls lately? Katrina and I looked at each other. No, no, actually no falls. We were, I was so proud. Because yeah. usually I'm like, yeah, one, two, not, not a big deal. Like they're, you know, slow falls. So, yeah, it was, so that's the good news, man. No falls. Wow. That I'm is just good news. It. You're just full of good news today. Oh, I'm in a good mood. We should talk more, Terry. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I think I think all that tech is important. I think the wearables are important. I mean, it's it's just like the tools we talk about. Whatever tool can help you, you should use it. Of course. You know? I don't I don't do the wearables because I would never use them. But I definitely journal all my stuff. I have used apps that track things. Um but I found it easier just to go. Yeah, there you go. There's your watch. Is that this uh... one was given to me, not given to me, sorry. When I uh, bought the smart drive for my chair. Oh yeah, okay. This watch came with it. And this watch um doesn't measure your steps, but more of the pushes. I because I I didn't want to state the obvious, Terry, but I was going to ask how your step tracker works when you're in the chair. But Dude, that's okay. I didn't know. I didn't know if there might have been a way. So, and I'm like, wow, I love this. This is why I keep the watch. I'm like, but I don't use it. Plus, it looks you like know. the uh, digits are, like the numbers are really big. Easy yeah, I set it up like that for yeah, me to read see? it easily. It could be the hand, whatever. It's just the face. But yeah, it, it, uh, it, cause I'm thinking that's not fair. There's all these get, why are you laughing? Because that's the sound clip. The sound clip for in, for the reel that you're going to make out of this one is me asking you about how your step counter works. <laughs> Be careful what you say, for sure. I was really excited, man, because I would have been complaining, like, how come they don't make a watch for us cripple? Right. It's all about the steps. Right. Yeah. Oh, I went cool. to a CBT course where all they were talking about was walking. And in the CBT course, I was trying to practice my CBT because they were pissing me off. Yeah. Like when you're rushed or when you're stressed, just stand up, take a deep breath, go outside for a walk. Like you, you <laughs> run around for a while, <laughs> take a hike, take your dog outside. Uh, yeah. Good, good intentions on that one. No. For sure. For sure. That's my next uh, project. I'm going to create CBT course for those who are dealing with incurable autoimmune illnesses. Yeah, no, I'm serious. That's a that's a great project. Wow, that is a great project, Terry. Yep. Ooh, we were talking about projects this year. Mm. We got a lot on our plate, man. I still got to travel everywhere. I got to do this and that. Yeah. Don't stress me out right now. Uh. I'm not stressing you out. <laughs> yeah. So right. what else? You tell me. What's on that sheet of yours? Oh, my God. I put it away. Don't Why? Me, uh... Terry, it's here, the, whole, here, one the whole show. One more. It's the whole one show. More. One more, and then we're done. The importance of raising awareness and reducing stigma around MS. How can society better understand and support individuals with MS, and what can be done in combat? Man, I don't like that at all. Okay. Um scratch that. Well, you can I'm listen to you can listen to 40 below zero. Scratch that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not bad questions. It's just the way you you ask the questions yeah. to GPT. Cool. Well, we're doing our part for awareness, right? For sure, man. Seriously. I don't Seriously. know. I, I, I feel like at some point, listen, clearly I'm okay with repeatedly talking about 
me and my MS journey with you and anybody who wants to listen to me, I'll say it a million times, uh, even to educate people who have no idea. But I feel like at some point I get it. Do you get a little, um, do you get like burned out at all for like trying to feel like your, your whole thing is awareness, awareness, awareness? Cause I know I do, I love it. And it's, you know, I'm in it. And now with the MS society, that's what they want me to help with. Clearly that's, you know, kind of the whole kind of the thing, but do you ever get burned out? Um, not really. Just, I, I, I think I do no? it more naturally, right? Like we're doing this podcast. This is awareness. This is why I run a group like once every two weeks, once a month, the support group. That's my way of doing the whole awareness. Not right. really. Cause it's not the public. If you think about it, it's only two MSers. I know. So I do not. No, I, I do, do from not. time to time, but then I, you know, I remind myself that not that not everyone has the ability to be open and to talk about it and to do that. And because I do, then I should. And then I kind of get myself back into it again, but it was nice to take that break. Like we did. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, it's funny because by us being vulnerable, I think that spreads enough because a lot of MSers will not, be vulnerable to the public. Sure. So you don't know what they're going through. I I talked to you last episode. I'm watching that show Push. Right. And I I love being because she pisses herself right on TV. I'm sorry. I know that's very vulgar the way I say it, but she had to pee, so she pees herself. And the way the way she explains it, dude, I go through that a lot. You know, and she does it right on TV like it's all casual. That's awareness, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. slowly and slowly, that's awareness. Yeah, I'm man, I am I am definitely envious of some of the programming that you have up there, like Push and uh like um the makeover show that I can't think of now, and that's horrible because she's an awesome lady. With Ardra? Yes, thank you. Jesus, sorry, Ardra. Yeah, she's great. Um like we just don't have that kind of stuff down here. So hopefully it catches on. I would like to see, here's what I would like to see. I would like to see a bachelor or a bachelorette. You familiar with those shows? Of course. Are, what are you part of the bachelor nation, Terry? No, 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 I'm not. I don't watch it, but of course well, I, I know. Who does it? I am. Cause Kit okay. watches okay. it. So I watch That's it with fine. her. That's fine. I think they're hilarious in how petty they are and how they're like, I love it when they say, oh, we've been through so much together. And it's like, really? You guys were on vacation for a week in places that you could never afford to go again in your lives, but you're having a tough time. I'm like, oh, okay. But I would love to see a bachelor or a bachelorette who we can even start easy. Just, you know, has the mobility aid like a cane. We can just start there. That's fine. I mean, I'm not saying oh. we jump right into the power chair realm. So the bachelor or bachelorette is based on one guy or one girl who's very good looking. And then there's 10 other people. Okay. Right. They're all yeah. good looking. Yes. Maybe it's the whole being a disabled 
is hard to have a good looking disabled. I don't know, man. Maybe the whole I don't know. I'm pretty I'm pretty good looking, Terry. <laughs> Bro, I'm not, you know, maybe the whole cane aspect on TV. Exactly. I don't know. We can even we can even start lower than that. We can say let's just have a contestant who doesn't even have to make it to the end with a cane. So or scripted. A, yes. Have a plan just to, in uh, there. Just yeah, to yeah. start it, just to get it going. It doesn't hurt anybody, except for maybe that person's feelings, you know, because they're really excited to be on The Bachelor. But you know very well that it says right at the end that the producers have say in who makes it, you know, it's definitely not. Yeah. It's not real. Everybody knows reality TV is not real. What about Love Island? Have you seen that show? Yeah. I, I watch Love Island. I think that's funny as hell. So, you know, let's, it. like I said, it doesn't have to be a, a winner. It doesn't have to be The Bachelor or Bachelorette, although I think that would be amazing. It'd be I cool would, if I would watch that show. It'd be cool if I went on to Big Brother. It would be cool. That's the kind of show I like. Even that. Mm -hmm. Big now, Brother Handicap Edition. <laughs> or Weekly yeah. Edition. Whatever. Yeah. Or just not even a special edition at all. Just Terry's on Big Brother. That's all. No, because the whole house would have to be equipped just for Terry, even though there's other people there. I guess uh, it wouldn't be I guess it wouldn't be fair if they could walk upstairs and talk about you. <laughs> and you had no way to get up there. That might not work out. It would not work out, no. And everyone would feel sorry for me and no one would kick me out. Right. Then you'd win. <laughs> now They'd keep me to the last two, just to be like there. There you go. I will say that it would probably probably be really difficult to have someone with mobility issues on Survivor. That might be a little tough, especially doing all those challenges. The only way it would work is if everybody was disabled in the same kind of way, like yeah. in a wheelchair or yeah. So they make it the whole thing is around that. That would be super interesting to watch. I would not do Survivor, even if there was a handicap. You edition. wouldn't go to. I, you know what? I would. I would absolutely do Survivor, and I'll tell you why. Why? They Survivor does not let you leave when you get kicked off. You just go to the other side of the island and you hang off, hang out in a hotel. So it's. I think it's thirty nine or forty days is Survivor. So if you get kicked off day one. You got 38 days to hang out in Bali or yeah. wherever they are. I don't know that. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it sucks because you lost, but you get a free vacation kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah, but some of these guys, don't they uh, Don't they miss being at home? Or Yeah, I mean, yes. So they, they want to leave early. They're like, I'm done, I'm done. But they're forced to stay for 30 days? I days? think, I, I don't know 100%. I think there's exceptions. I think maybe... Yeah. Early people go home and, you know, middle and later people definitely stay. But, um, but yeah, they can't have you going home because if you go home, then you can say, oh, yeah, I got kicked off day one. Then it ruins the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I agree with that. Like, they're not allowed to say anything till the mm -hmm. end of the show. For sure. So here, we're doing big things. We're putting out, we're putting ideas out into the universe for shows.
Uh, and uh, I did speak with a friend of the show, Brian Sosha, nice. last night. And I did tell him that Terry and I were going to have a big announcement regarding the um, Bare Knuckle Wheelchair Fighting League. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> but I don't think... I don't think people uh, with mobility aids are well represented in the combat sports. <laughs> so if we were to box, would you be able to knock me out of my wheelchair? Is that how it would work? I, uh, I or guess if you knocked me out, would I just be slanted on my wheelchair? Yeah, I guess I never thought of that. I either I'd hit you so hard you'd fall over backwards or you just fall down. Huh? We have, we have a lot to work out. We have a lot That's to work out Terry. Crazy event. And there's no body shots, just headshots. Could you, you even reach? Could you even reach? We have to like pull side by side and start swinging. <laughs> Probably that's how I hug people on the side. Yeah, they come beside and I give them a hug. We can only you say all this because it's gonna be us doing it. I'm gonna Google wheelchair boxing after this, and I'll talk to you, you after should, what, what I found. You should you should Google it right now. Man, let's go. Yeah, I mean, come on. If we're the first ones with this idea, we got to patent it. We got to get the copyright or whatever. No, as soon as we say it, someone patented it already. Yeah. Yes, there is wheelchair boxing. Two athletes demonstrate wheelchair boxing or adaptive boxing for the ABO at the Fitzroy okay. Lodge in Lambeth. So we're not we're not that creative. We're and not that, that was original. Five years ago, all around champion. Oh my god, dude! Well, take season five. Okay, take take the gloves out of it, and we can then we can do it. Bare knuckle. <laughs> Yo, Bride, we're gonna do bare knuckle wheelchair boxing. We'll let you uh we'll let you announce it. Oh, I can't wait. So great. I don't know if I could do uh without gloves, man. I mean I can act tough and say I don't Let's I do don't it. really know I don't Let's really do know it. if I don't really know if two people with confirmed, you know brain conditions should be hitting each other in the head that's probably not advisable i'll have to check with my neurologist but I'm pretty sure he won't be on board for it i don't think that's a good idea bro you're right <laughs> someone told me if you hit your head it exaggerate i can't i'm not saying that word it's uh it's uh pushes your ms out even more that could someone, be true. or or um when you have a head trauma whatever that's when mm -hmm. your ms gets exposed ah okay From, anyway i don't know if that is legit wow that was the first time i said anyway was it it's been a while yeah been a while. okay so all right so i think we've answered a lot of questions today these were, were good. burning questions brought to the people by the genius of chat gpt mm-hmm it's crazy to me to think that there are future leaders of our countries who are doing research papers and presenting arguments that they have copy and pasted from this exact program. Yep, we're doomed. It's taking jobs from people too, right? Like yeah. artists. Yeah. You can actually create stuff through this. Mm-hmm. Well, they they had that's that was the big strike down here with the actors guild and the writers. They they made a really good point. Like there are some people who have enough of their voice, including us. There's enough of our voices on the internet that 
somebody somewhere could make new episodes of this exact show with our voices from what we've already said without us involved at all. That's scary. It's not easy though. These are paid programs. Right. Yes. It's no, not, it's not anybody can do it. Yeah. 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 But they, it will be, you get another five, 10 years max. I'm sure yeah. I, I'm not going to get into this, but when we had our guests the last show, mm -hmm. I asked GTB like, Hey, give me some questions that are decent questions that are out of the box, you know? Mm -hmm. And what it did is it created a whole show. Yeah. With the guests. No, no. I'm talking about it gave me a whole script for the host, for the co-host, and for the two guests. Wow. Dude, it gave me a whole script. I'm like, no, wow. no, I didn't want a script. So, and it was a good script. If you if I read, I'm not gonna read it now, it's long. But what did the it, intro? Like, what did the intro? How did the intro sound? Okay, let me read yeah. it. Yeah, read the intro. Welcome back to our special Valentine's Day episode of the podcast where we explore the beauty and challenges of love while we navigate the journey of living with multiple sclerosis. I'm your host, Terry, and today we have an extraordinary guest returning to join us once again. I did it for one, this one. I got it. I got you. Go again, my incredible girlfriend, Katrina. And then applause and cheerful greeting. Yay. Applause. Yay. And then the host again. It's an absolute pleasure to have you back on the show. Our previous conversation was filled with insights and inspiration. And I'm grateful to continue this dialogue about love, resilience, and living with MS on this special day. Wow. Since Terry, that your last, yeah, go that ahead. Sounds, that sounds exactly like how you talk to Katrina. That's amazing. <laughs> Bro, <it's, laughs> and then it get, tells me what she should say. Thank you for having me back on your show. <laughs> our journey continues to be filled with moments that reaffirm the strength of our love. <laughs> dude, I was wow. like, oh, it did a whole like conversation between us. Like, dude, like two pages long. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. You sound just like that there. All right. Let me end the show with, uh, and to all our listeners, thank you for joining us on this heartfelt episode. May this Valentine's Day be a reminder of the power of love, resilience, and connection. No matter the challenges we face, wishing you all a day filled with love and warmth. Dude, I'm, I'm addicted to chat GP after this. It's a fun tool. It is. It's. It is. It's sometimes comically off base, but it did. Hey, it did a good Valentine's intro. Yeah. Oh my God. It was perfected. I didn't, obviously I didn't use it, but yeah. Yeah. I was astonished, man. I'm like, my God. Uh, we had, a, we had a good run, Terry. We're, we're doomed though. This is going to only going to get better. It's only going to get better, more accurate. For sure. Awesome. Well, man, I hope you have a good week. Yeah, you too. That was and, fun. Yeah. We should do yeah. more chat GPT stuff. Agreed. Agreed. We should bring in a guest and, you know, go through this whole chat GP with somebody else mm -hmm. as well. Like we're going to bring Lauren back in here. Yeah. Is he up next? And he's really excited. Uh, we don't have a scheduled date with him, but we'll randomly just bring him in. All right. Very cool. Yeah. Well, brother, it's cool hanging out. Everybody yep. listening, you know how to reach us. Please interact, comment, get a hold of us. Tell us your stories. You want to be on the show. You know, we're always looking to talk to new people. And guys, don't forget, we have a YouTube thing out there. It hasn't been populated yet, 
we are going to. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's at 40 below zero. Really easy to find. Sure. Hi, brother. Talk to you soon. All right, man. Take care. So check us out at 40belowzero.com. That's four letter T below zero.com. Or feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Our email address is info at 40belowzero.com. Our personal Instagram account are for Nick's, it's Nick's underscore V713. Or for Terry, it's what's underscore MS. Awesome. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. We'll talk soon.